You are tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles, brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and AmericanaMusicMagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. Zurich-based Timothy Yaromir is our guest on this edition of Americana Music Profiles. Timothy has English and Czech roots, and his wife is from Canada, where his last two records were recorded. For his latest eight-song project, he decided to bring it home to Switzerland and record it there. Timothy joins us now to talk about his musical journey and his latest project. Hi, Timothy. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, Greg. Good Thank to you. talk to you today. So um, it's always fun when we get to do these uh, intercontinental conversations. Uh, I am speaking with you at, at the moment. Uh, I am in the United States in Virginia. You're in uh, Zurich, correct? I'm in Zurich, Switzerland. That's right. Yeah. A long way away. <laughs> yeah, that is so cool, though. It's, it's always it's always neat. I, I've probably said this on <laughs> six of the last ten podcasts, but it's always neat to get to be able to do this in real time. And yeah, uh, uh, in in today's world, it's a, it's a positive. <laughs> when there's so many other things going on that aren't so positive, it's fun to oh, to, to yeah. be able to I get cross country and have this conversation. So, absolutely, I actually had a trip planned to. I wanted to go to Nashville this year, and uh, but I afraid I had to cancel it. So, uh, due to the due to the complications, traveling complications. Sure. But, uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I. Um, uh, when we were getting ready for the call, I, I commented, um, you didn't sound like you had a Switzerland accent, and you were telling me that uh, uh, you've you've got um, some different influences in your in your background. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. <laughs> and you, um, so uh, did you grow up in Switzerland? I, I know in the, the press notes it said that you had some English and and Czech. Um, yes. And your roots. That's correct. Yeah, and in fact, uh, my mother's English, and I spent quite some time in England um, uh, when I was um, small. We used to travel there a lot, like on the on the in the holidays and over Christmas. So I I, I went. To, I used to go to England maybe two three times a year. And um, my father's from Czechoslovakia, and we didn't really. I didn't really go to get there. Um, until the borders opened again. Hmm. So, yeah, that was in the 80s, I think. Okay. So I, I got there first time, and I've been there, I think, twice since then. So I haven't been there very much, and I don't speak Czech, but, yeah. Right. Okay. And I think you were telling me your wife is actually from Canada? That's correct, yeah. She's yeah. Uh, she's from the West Coast. She's, she's over from Vancouver. Okay. And um, we're, we spent a bunch of time there, too, so... Now, have you yeah. been able to travel during the, um, the the restrictions back and forth between Switzerland and Canada? No, actually, that was um, a bit sad because we we got we got we had this scheduled for this year, and um, we were going to go for six weeks in September. And yeah, you know, we have a lot of connections there, so it was a bit sad that we had to cancel those. Yeah, plans. Mm, that's too bad. We're not alone in this. So. Yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> So yeah. when did uh, when did music become a part of your life? What was your exposure to that? Well, music became part of my life quite early. Really, it's um, mostly through my father. He uh, 
he went in Czech when he was living in Czechoslovakia in his teens uh, or twenties, I would say. Um, he he was a singer in a in a soul band, so they uh, used to um, sing soul music mm, okay. um, in the U.S. Like Otis Redding, Wilson Pickett, they used to sing those songs in Czech. Yeah, um, and wow. Record them on records. Really cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. The one of the bands that was quite is is quite famous from back in the day is called Flamingo. The Flamingos, I think. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I recall that name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, it's quite well known. And well, when he was, you know, when I was smaller, and he would come back home from work, and uh, I would come home from school or whatever, he always used to play music in the evening. So used to um, just, you know, sit down with a guitar, play some songs, or he was learning an instrument, he, he learned the trumpet, and he was singing, so um, we often played music together, that was really how cool. it how okay. started being, yeah. Yeah. W- when did it become something that you decided to pursue more on a professional level? Um, that was actually later, because... Actually, it was my sister who started. My sister's also uh, she. She can play the piano and she sings. And she was writing some songs, and that really fascinated me because so far I was just kind of learning jazz standards and things like that. Okay. And and cover songs, but my sister actually wrote her own songs, and I thought that was really inspiring. Uh-huh. That's cool. And uh, so I, I was like, what I really want to do one day is just record a whole album with my songs. That was like my goal. Okay. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> and so how long did it take you from that inspiration to be able to, to record your first album? Um, it still took me quite a while, actually. Um, I I started recording my album, I think about maybe it was four or five years later, I started recording my debut album. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it was fun writing songs, but I, and I had a whole lot of songs, but I didn't feel like there were really songs I wanted to, you know, record professionally. Right. Yeah. It took me a while until I had them, had them in a, in a pile and felt comfortable about that. Good. Were you able to pursue music as a full-time thing? Did you have a, a, a day job type thing that you would do and then music on the side? How did that play out for you? Yeah, no, I... I um, also always had a day job really something I always liked doing I um, work as a caretaker in an institution for physically handicapped people oh, okay and I also do a lot of music there I mean I I, uh, I I've been having doing a choir there for a long time oh, I neat. do okay music therapy so um, I, I was able to combine combine both and they're usually very grateful for the musical musical inputs other people bring. Yeah, yeah. Are, are those folks um, long-term care? Are there people that are residents there that you get to work with? Yeah, that's right, yeah. It's, there's people that work there and live there. And um, some people are, you know, they're quite, they're quite um, independent. They go home They in the evening. They live, live on their own or... or um, with some other people, but there's a whole uh, group of people that live there permanently. So okay, that's, that's right. That's a that's a neat thing to be able to. Um, m- music is that universal language, and so it's neat to be able to share that with with people in 
in need and especially in a time like this where they need to be encouraged, need something yeah. positive in their life. Absolutely. And they're very honored. You know, it's like sometimes I also play, they like, they like, usually they like my songs. They, <laughs> they listen to my CDs, but they're, sometimes I get to play, you know, I play them one of my new songs and they're very honest about it. They're like, yeah, I know it's right away if they like it or not. You know? <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So you uh, you got to record your debut record. I think I read where you, uh, of course, the you've got a new one out, and this is your third. Is that right? Um, it's yeah, it's really my fourth. I I started off with a with a debut album um, that had ten ten songs, I think, and then followed up with two EPs that I recorded in Canada. Album again, so it's the fourth actually, yeah. Um, and tell tell us the title. Uh, you've got an interesting word there for the title of this CD. Yeah, <laughs> it's you pronounce it Hirai. Hirai, okay. Hirai, and it's a uh, it's a Welsh word. Uh, it's it's hard to translate. I I read quite a lot about it. It's it's an inspiring word. It's kind of it describes a feeling of, of missing something of of having lost something you don't you can't really define though what it is exactly and you're it's like something you you want to find again but it's it's quite hard to define what it is it could be a feeling yeah or a place how does that tie into the to the songs that you put on this new album yeah i have um well one of the the title song of my album hirai um, i think it's track Oh yeah, it's track seven. Uh-huh. Um, it, it's about my father who who came to Switzerland in 1968 from Czechoslovakia. Okay, and he, he didn't, you know, he, I, we didn't talk very much about um, how it was for him. And um, but from the few things I I know, I made up the song. And, and mm. He said he likes it a lot. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's cool. It's just his, his journey from to come here, coming here from Czechoslovakia to a new country, and finding roots here again. And I think it's kind of a uh, this is a subject that is in quite a few of the songs. So yeah, that's also what shows the title. When you started putting this album together, the collection of songs, I'm presuming they're all original. Um, were they? songs that you have had, had collected over time or did you set down to write this album specifically kind of based on this this theme that you had uh, uncovered yeah I um, I did I did have this theme in mind when I was writing these songs and some songs I, I, I decided not to record and some songs I decided to take in and record and but this has been in the, in the back of my mind during the whole process and they're actually they're all original songs except um, track track number six is is a Jackson Brown cover. It's running on empty that I remember. Oh yeah, right. Love that song. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. First time I ever recorded a cover that it was uh, something I didn't really want to do, but this time I I, I decided yeah. Good time to do that. Yeah, well, just based on the title of the song, it fits within the description of the theme yeah. that you uh, that you shared. So 
Yeah, exactly. I'm assuming yeah. you meant to, to, to do that. It certainly sounds like it fits. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, it, it kind of felt really good. Um, it was fit right into the subject. What were, what, your, what were your musical influences uh, growing up and then and then formulating the sound that is yours now? Yeah, that's an important question. I've, I've always listened to quite a variety of music, really, but um, like I said at, at the beginning, it, my dad, it, he used to play a lot of blues music and soul music. Mm-hmm. And this is really not Ray apparent in my songs, I think. Um, you know, I'm definitely not a soul musician. Or this, There's some blues influences, but um, it was the, the songwriters were much more important. And my parents listened to a whole lot more songwriters. So, of course, Dylan, but also people like Leonard Cohen. And, um, yeah, and, and Jackson Brown, all these people. It's, that was a stronger influence for me. And later on, Nick Drake, of course, I discovered him a little, a little bit later. But, yeah. did, did you have a lot of, um, or, or how heavy was the American music influence uh, or, or availability for you growing up? Yeah, that was quite strong, really, because I don't, I don't know why, but my parents had a lot of those records um, around the house. And um, when I was... Well, my mom took me over to the U.S. and we visited some people uh, around San Francisco. So we were there for a time, and I, it was really always really fascinating for me mm-hmm. just um, the experience of this these places where you know there's much more space and a different lifestyle. It was it was quite fascinating for me, and I always felt really drawn towards the whole um, yeah American music, yeah. And Johnny Cash, all those, uh-huh. you know, this always been really important to me. Yeah, I can definitely hear subtle tones of that kind of '70s folk style bleeding through, and some nice. of the songs that I listen to uh, from your new record. So, um, <laughs> nice. it, it's there um, for sure. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So the the new record was released. I think I've got this right. The first of November. And uh, 6th of November, Sixth, actually. Uh, yeah, so yeah. For, first part is what I meant to say, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And that, um, w- what kind of feedback have you gotten? Is it Was it a worldwide distribution? It was a worldwide distribution, yeah, it was. Um, what kind of feedback? Well, yeah, we, we concentrated for the promotion. We concentrated mostly on Germany and Switzerland and but I have also been, you know, in contact with some people in the UK and the States. Uh-huh. And, yeah, I mean, um, in Americana uh, UK, they premiered um, my video for River on the Rise. That's awesome. And I've had, I've had some people also, uh, you know, writing it, doing write-ups in Germany and Switzerland. Um, I think thing, things are, you know... Uh, oh yes, and I've had radio play with some songs, which is nice here. And um, in general, I think things are a little bit slower than usual. Um, yeah. You know, I just also feel. I mean, I got a lot of feedback, like um, from some places, like you know, we're sorry we can't cover anything at all because we don't have enough people working at the moment due to Corona. Yeah, yeah. Or we had to close our magazine. 
You yeah, know? that's an unfortunate. I've heard that too a lot. Yeah. What does it look like for you when you uh, when you can finally get the chance to take this out and and play out? What kind of touring do you typically do? Do you would you like to be able to do solo with a band? How does all of that look for you in the future? Yeah, well, I had a, a CD release planned in the middle of um, November, and it was going to be with a full band. And I've kind of had the same band here in Switzerland for the last years. And but this for the the show for the release show, I would have had a totally new band actually. Mm, okay. And I would have been playing with a trombone player, which is quite he's quite a well-known musician here in Switzerland, Michel Fleury. And um, I would have had uh, the the producer Giuliano Sulzberger, who produced the record. He would have played bass and guitar. Um, and then I have a drummer, so we would have, yeah, we would have been four people um, touring Switzerland to present the music. But then for other countries such as like Canada or uh, which was also planned or Germany, okay, I cool. would have been traveling as a duo um, with my wife or solos. Okay, so she plays as well then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we actually have a duo together, an, an Americana duo too, called okay. Goldshot. We released a record last year, so yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, d- did she help you write some of these songs? Or do you guys write together? Yeah, for our duo project, we've been writing together. And um, on the new record, she is singing on track number one and uh track five after blown rabbit hole she's singing on those tracks and she recorded my vocals actually for this album too so okay yeah <laughs> we all cool. do things together yeah. yeah that's awesome so uh share the name with us again i, I don't want to get that wrong of, of the record yeah here right here right okay here and yeah. if folks want to listen to that they want to reach out and listen to your other music uh if they uh, if, for the international audience, if they're if they're in uh, Zurich or in and around that space, if they want to come come see you possibly soon, when when we can do that, how's the best way? Social media, what's the best way to get in touch? Yeah, I think uh, social media is a good way. I'm pretty active on Instagram at the moment. I'm active on Facebook. Um, I also have, of course, a website that I keep updated. You know, with the latest uh, news and videos and music on there and um, sometimes I write a personal blog I haven't been doing that really <laughs> <laughs> tell us what the website is sorry tell us what the website is yes it's uh, uh, www.timothyjaramir.com and and spell that so that we can make sure we get it correct yes so it's Timothy T-I-M-O T-H-Y, and Yaramir is J-A-R-O-M-I-R, TimothyJaromir.com. Yeah, .com, good. Well, thank it's you. It's a complicated yeah. name, but it, it's, uh, if, you, if you Google it, it's really the only name <laughs> you can find. That sounds similar. So that's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's uh, the nice thing about having a, uh, uh, a, a name that's uh, unique. If you get close... Um, it seems Google has this uh, 
uh, sense of trying to guess what you're looking for. And lots, yeah. of, lots of times it gets close. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Good. Well, uh, thank you, uh, Timothy. This has been cool uh, talking to yeah. you uh, in Zurich and, and learning about your music and a little bit about the culture there. And we certainly wish you well with this and we'd love for you to come share it with us here in uh, the U S. Oh, that would be really, uh, uh, really awesome. I'd love to do that. Thank you so much for, um, for the nice talk. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles and on the internet at AmericanaRhythm.com. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.